Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live on this 11th day of February 2020 in the year of our Lord. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, where you take possession of it and you put it away. Call one 800 592 and you can place an order and lock it down immediately. Or you can also head out to allamericangold.com updated daily with news views pricing i mean it's an amazing website um you can do 24 7 365 and place an order and they'll process it and get it out to you i'm eric cedarstrom yes uh, i had a couple of emails that people said i i i saw your face on a milk carton i uh been a little bit under the weather i got it again two years in a row i got whatever this bug is that's floating around it is just miserable i mean just flat laid me out i know rush limbaugh's got it too it's a nice head cold with a bronchial mixed with the flu a lot of fun so wherever these things are sneaking in across the border the uh, third world countries are bringing in these diseases and these horrible uh viruses that have been eradicated from this country years and years ago so but i'm about 50 60 percent believe me i'm glad to be here i like to thank my wife for uh helping me get through it all. I'm uh, joined with the president and CEO who does this show. He lets me sit in with him. Um, hamburger helper, uh, Joe Jaquent on this lovely rainy day here in the Valley of the Sun. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. I'm glad uh, to see that you're feeling a little bit better. And, and, you know, you bring up a great point, talking about uh, the border and all the uh, people that have poured through the border in the last couple of years. And Arizona uh, is one of the leaders this year in the, I guess, we'll call it our version of the flu. So and, I, and we shouldn't be surprised, you know, when, when these things, uh, the stuff happens like that, this is what you can expect. But I'm glad you're better. I'm glad you're back. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that'll be it for you for this year. You've you've had a whole year's worth just in the first what forty days or so. Oh yeah, I went through everything. I had a little cancer surgery. Uh, had a uh, colonoscopy right in the middle of being sick. I mean, and they don't care. I mean, you know, you're the, the medical. You know, institutions are just factories. I called trying to get out of it. You know, I'm like, Ugh, this is Eric. I'm really sick. And they said we don't care. Get in here. So. So you have to fast for a day and a half, and uh, I don't even remember it. You know, when you go into the operating room, you know, they can tell you anything. They go, well, we're going to hit you with a baseball bat, slice you open, take your stomach out, play with it, put it back in, and uh, we'll put you in the recovery room. You're like, okay, what are you going to say? No, they can do anything they want. (laughs) I'm just laughing, but, uh, you know, um, never take anything for granted, that's for sure. So... But I, I'm I'm through it here. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live on 1010KXXT, Family Value Radio's cyber delay through 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. And this show's podcast as well. Um, you can find that at 1360KHNC.com, or you can go out to YouTube to the Patriot Radio News Hour and listen to it again. Joe, I noticed that uh, the uh, the followers seem to be getting bigger and bigger every day, the podcast miracle is amazing in this country isn't it well you know it's just the way things go anymore right everybody's got uh a a walking tracking device aka your cell phone and and you can listen at your leisure and and let's face it 
right? Most people, hey, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm at work, and and for a lot of people, uh, they may not have the ability to be one of those uh, cubicle miracle people that uh, can sit there and work with their headphones on, uh, and uh, maybe they don't drive a truck for a living, so they're in and out of their car, or they're in and out of the office, and they they're not able to listen live. And so, uh, happy to uh, bring it to you. We're we're everywhere, uh, Eric's YouTube and Facebook. I, Heck, I even think we're on Twitter. So uh, wherever it is, you can find us, Patriot Trading Group. And and, and you're right, though. It, it is continually grown year after year. Uh, and, you know, you just start looking around at all the crazy things that are happening now. Jay Powell's out there uh, in front of Congress today and talking about, well, you know, eventually, you know, we're, we're going to stop all this liquidity at some point. Well, when do you think, well, that's going to be, Jay? Well, you know. Well, you know, a little later, but but everything's really, really good right now. And I'm like, well, if it's really, really good, then wouldn't we stop the liquidity right now? Because isn't we aren't we supposed to do that only when it's an emergency? But you know, again, when you let the wolf guard the hen house, right? What would you expect him to say? Of course, he's going to tell you, "Oh, we've done a great job, right? Everything's wonderful." Uh, just ask me, and I'll tell you. What about the bond market? Is it is it inverted today? It was threatening to yesterday. I haven't looked this morning, but uh, the inverted bond market. In other words, you you do better um, getting short term uh, investment yields or or securities than you do long term, which it's about dead even, isn't it, Joe? Right now? Yeah, right now, like the the three month uh, up to the one years are yielding. Uh, well above a two and a five, and 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 Eric's right. They've been in and out the last week, week and a half with inverting with the ten-year note as well, and and you know even the ten-year note right now is only at one five nine. I mean that tells you how good things really are. Uh, but you know again, as long as uh the central banks are going to pump in hundreds of billions of dollars day in and day out uh, today, another. Huge repo market uh, oversubscription again. You know, as the central bank, you know, Jay Powell's telling everybody, oh, yeah, well, one of these days, you know, pretty soon we're going to shut off the liquidity thing. And at the same time, repo markets are all oversubscribed. So the bank's desperate need for cash continues. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back on this Tuesday. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're live here on Family Values Radio. You know, if there's any possible way to overdose on Vicks Vapor Rub, I might have done it. So, I, you know, I'm just amazing. I, I still can't rub. get. O- <laughs> I can't get over. You're showing these your bugs. age now. <laughs> have you ever heard of that, anybody? What happened? Yeah, we had to take him to the hospital. He OD'd on Vicks. <laughs> Oh, man. So I remember right, those here. were the good old days. You know, you were sick. Your mom just took a big hunk of Vicks Vapor Rub and s- just swiped it right across your nostrils, you know. And, uh, yeah, I miss those days. I don't know that my kids – I don't think they've gotten the Vicks Vapor Rub uh, too much anymore. The, the Dayquil and the NyQuil have kind of replaced it. Last year I went to the doctor with this. I didn't do it this year, but uh... – just toughed it out, but 
Dr. Joe, he's a guy I golf with out of uh, Oklahoma. He's in with Keeter and all those guys. And I get to golf him every now and then. He says, yeah, he goes, if you're not feeling good, you can come see me. He says, I, you know, I can clear it up in about seven days. He says, or you could not show up and uh, it'll get better in, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> either way. Either way. So I got to tell you, the New Hampshire thing, and I've been thinking a lot about this coming out of the fog that, um, you know, and they've got, you know, the which level of socialism is going to emerge out of there. And I don't know why they're making such a big deal out of it. I really don't think there's a candidate. Well, maybe Sanders, it's going to give Trump a run. But I, I don't think the country's ready to go socialist. I mean, I think it will happen as we keep importing more and more people who came from socialism. But, um, you know, as people become more prosperous, they usually become conservative. You know, it starts out when you're a kid and you're like, what? Free food? You know, free housing, free phones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to live at my parents' house. I'm getting all the free stuff I can get. And when they do eventually move out, you know, of course, you used to move out when you were 18 years old and one day you were gone in this country. You couldn't wait to get away from your parents. Now they live at home till they're about, they make their about 20th high school reunion. It's on average. So, you know, when they're in their, in their mid to late 30s, they start thinking about moving out. Well, when you actually go to work and you get a paycheck and you look at that, who's that FICA guy? Why does this FICA guy, you know, where does he get money? This is how people become conservative. Those bastards, I don't want to pay them. So, and then, of course, you know, you work your way through. And then if you do become prosperous and you become, you know, one of the one percenters in this country, you either give it to the IRS or you give it to a charity. And in general, people that, you know, donate have to donate a percentage of their income. Believe it or not, they did a study of this. They kind of, the one percenters seem to go back to where they were uh, when they started and they become more liberal. So I don't know. But I'm thinking about the whole thing. And I'm and I'll, this is going to be, I guarantee you, unless somebody steals this or copies it today, this will be the only show you can hear this uh the state of New Hampshire's motto put together with the Democratic's business model. And if I was a Democrat uh, running and I was, you know, in the uh, primaries and I was, you know, Sanders or pick just pick one of them, Warren or Buttigieg, I would immediately stand up in my speech today and I would say, I believe in New Hampshire's state motto of live free or die. Now, not the way, not the way the founding fathers had put it in. No, we believe you should get everything free. <laughs> and just I, the free it, part. It should be it should be the Democrats' motto, don't you think, Joe? It's perfect. That is, you know what? It makes a lot of sense uh, because that surely seems like that's the case. I don't know. I I just think you know in, in politics. It's going to be Bloomberg and Trump. It seems like that's what it's lining up to be, at least to me anyway. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I guess, you know, I, and I don't follow politics as much as I used to, but, you know, New Hampshire has that one little town that uh, at midnight they cast the vote so they can be the first one. I guess uh, Bloomberg won by write-in. Isn't that something? So, you know, and the the, the, the DOC is just the most ridiculous uh, swamp laden insider organization. I mean, you know, you watch the 
that they got in this whole mess. They did it to themselves where they just went ahead and, and handed Hillary Clinton the nomination. Because, you know, these people, they live in bubbles and they believe, you know, what they believe what they spew and they think the rest of the country believes in it. And they're just stunned. So now, you know, they're talking about uh, having to impeach the president again. George Conway, you know, that's Kellyanne Conway's husband. Um, Of course, she's on the staff of Trump. Imagine, you know, this guy's made a lot of horrible anti-Trump. Imagine that marriage. That marriage can't be good. Imagine being a full right winger and being married and your spouse being a lefty. And I guess it's more common or more prevalent than you think. It would be horrible, though. I mean, wouldn't that be a horrible way to live? I knew a guy that his wife was so liberal that he used to have to, he said to me one day, he goes, Eric, I got to go. I go, why? He goes, I have to get down and vote immediately so I can cancel out my wives. <laughs> Well, you know, let's face it, uh, I'm sure both of them make uh, a pretty good living, so they're probably sitting there laughing uh, between the two of them at night. I don't know. Who knows? It's either that or War of the Roses, one or the other. Well, one of Trump's most vocal critics, the husband, here's the article, White House Senior Advisor Kellyanne Conway is calling for another impeachment. He'll only get worse, said George Conway, told the Washington Post, narcissistic leaders such as Trump always do. As we've now seen, his rage leads to retribution and misconduct, which begets more criticism and more investigation and even more rage, retribution, and misconduct. So they would love to do that again. Do you think when he wins this election, if he wins again, they'd actually have the guts to try that? Anything's possible, you know what? I, I guess. I, I, I think I read it in the Constitution somewhere that being a narcissist means you can be impeached. I, 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 I'm sure of it. <laughs> and I'm sure that, I mean, right, that, that's, that, right. I mean, think about it in today's day and age. Uh, everybody's got some narcissism to them. And I guess, you know, maybe, does Trump have more than most? Probably. Uh, does that mean that you can impeach him? No. Well, this show is all about me. I know you people are worried about me and you think about me, but that's enough about me. I want to talk about you. What do you people think about me? <laughs> that is true narcissism. So, <laughs> You know what? Well, I just got oh, – oh, go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say the Senate – this is weird. The same Senate that just, uh, that just uh, let the president off the hook is going to take up a resolution intended to rein the president's ability to attack Iran without congressional authorization. As the Democrats and a small group of Republicans, we know who they are. Uh, he goes, this is not about bucking the president, said Mike Lee. What is it with Utah? All these rhinos come out of Utah. It should, should say the greatest snow on earth and should say the greatest rhinos on earth. So Lee is one of four Republicans, senators co-sponsoring the measure. Yes, we now, you know, you think about the, the last attack, you know, in the military industrial complex, obviously the president's under president's under tremendous pressure to fund it the uh the the budget going forth is the largest military budget by just blowout blowout ever so i mean if you're going to spend that kind of money don't you think we should use it joe well you know that's what it's for isn't it it's kind of like uh you know leverage right you use the leverage that you have and our leverage is is hey listen if you don't like the rules that we're going to tell you you need to play by and you get out of line, you're going to get slapped. 
You know, but you're supposed to. You have to. Well, you have to. have to. You can't declare war without uh, Congress. Can you? I don't know if you can. I think. Was it done? Well, you have some emergency powers and things of that nature uh, that he could authorize uh, things. But yeah, technically, that's the way you're supposed to go. But again, again, this is just uh, the the Democrats' way of trying to scare people into thinking that Donald Trump's just going to fly off the handle and 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 level uh, Iran overnight. You know, which isn't the case at all. And but but again, you know, it's politics at its finest and they get those uh, handful of Republicans that that really uh, are are Republicans in name only are mostly uh, lean to the liberal side of things. And and I don't give it a lot of merit. I Again, it, it's more politics and theater. And I think most of the people in America understand that's exactly what it is. Uh, you know, as I said, right, we, we, the president hasn't started a single war that I know of. Is he, is he? No. And I guess maybe that's how they get around it. You're allowed to, you know, pick and choose and make attacks here and there. And I guess, you know, historically speaking, if, if, you know, we attacked like D-Day, you know, technically that's war, but anymore it isn't, you know, I don't, I don't know. So I guess. I guess going in or sending a bomb here and there or, uh, you know, tactical airstrikes is not considered uh, a statement or articles of war, I guess. It's just now terrorism. So, um, I don't know. It's crazy. So You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. The show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, 1-800-951-0592. I've been watching the uh, markets, trading volumes Futures markets, boy, I can't believe the activity, Joe. I mean, it's just there's so much money flying through the precious metals exchanges. I can't believe it. So people are really concerned and nervous about what's going on, no doubt about it. Yeah, well, you see it uh, again, another record uh, inflows into the uh, to the ETFs, into the paper gold markets. Uh, today, it's a, it's a really interesting day today because Jay Powell's talking so you can, uh, everybody, the, the Federal Reserve Bank machine, uh, they'll short gold because they want to try to pretend uh, that Jay Powell has credibility. Uh, the Dow's up about 50 points right now. But let me just give you some headlines. Boeing posted zero new plane orders in the month of January. Not a single, or I don't even know the last time uh, you could say that Boeing didn't get a single order. Uh, job openings. Now, this has been a big one. We, we've known that uh, job openings have been uh, really near uh, all-time record high levels for most of 2019. Started falling at the end of 29 or 2019 and ended with a huge thud. Uh, job openings fell to 6.4 million, uh, the lowest level since 2017. And by the way, it was the biggest two-month drop in job openings since they've been keeping record. Uh, and now the number of job openings, the number of people looking for jobs has now surpassed uh, the number of job openings. So you would say, wow, that's probably not a great day because there wasn't a lot of other economic data out. 
not a great day in the markets. Probably should be a pretty good day in the gold markets. Uh, but we actually got gold off uh, just under what about eight nine bucks right now. Uh, and again, most of that because Jay Powell testifying uh, this morning about you know what a great job they're doing and and yeah the the American you know was resilient and. And eventually, one of these days, uh, we're going to stop the printing presses. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm not going to give you any details on when that may be, but, but, but down the road, we're going to do it. So that's what's happening economically. The rest of it is coronavirus. Um, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? Who's infected? Who's not infected? And that kind of stuff. Well, trying to disseminate fact from fiction there is not going to be easy. And then, you know, any, any earnings hiccup, Anything, any any U.S. company, the word coronavirus is going to be in there as well. So they'll blame any problems, anything on it. So they get a free pass now. So I'm sure a lot of them are looking at their earnings statement that are uh, open to global uh, striations in the market. And they'll say, you know, let's just go ahead and take a little write down here and blame it on corona. But what's amazing is that America, America seems to be congregating everywhere. I mean, look at the Super Bowl. Look at the Phoenix Open here. I mean, people are still gathering in large crowds in America. So, anyway, we'll, uh, we got to, I guess, we're going to keep trekking on here. It's halftime, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Stay with us. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Real conservatives continue to be right on the issues, but Democrats are leveraging their digital advantage to win elections. With big tech in their corner, the Democrats expect to run over the GOP next November. Consider the fortune Mike Bloomberg is spending on social media ads through a secretive firm called Hawkfish. Bloomberg's gun control group spent more on the Virginia election last fall than the NRA did. That gave Democrats landslides in all the right places. Bloomberg's creed has long been, in God we trust, everyone else bring data. That's how Bloomberg became one of the wealthiest men in the world, selling terminals to process stock market data. Bloomberg announced that he would spend more than $100 million on digital ads alone to oppose President Trump. That wasn't an empty threat. Already, Bloomberg's campaign has spent millions and millions on Facebook and Google. Swing voters who decide elections are more likely to be using the Internet than watching TV. Young voters obtain their information almost exclusively online. They deserve credit for electing Obama in 2008 and 2012 and not turning out to vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016. The viewers of cable television are senior citizens who grew up watching the tube rather than YouTube. Few elderly voters are undecided about the upcoming election or any election for that matter. Outcomes instead are determined by the voter turnout of young people who don't watch cable news. President Trump knows the significance of digital communications. He uses it daily with his Twitter account. He gave a boost to Republican candidates in 2019, and I'm convinced the outcomes would have been better if other Republicans tried as hard online as Trump does. Unfortunately, so many candidates are either stuck in the past themselves or they hire pricey consultants that do nothing but offer the same worn-out strategies from two decades ago. If conservatives really want to win big in November... They need to follow the president's lead on the use of technology out with the old and in with the new. 
You don't have to have a massive campaign war chest to win, by the way. You just need to be smart about using what you have to reach the right groups of people with the right message. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's no secret that globalists are bent on destroying Western culture. Whether the threat comes from inside or outside our borders, America must be protected from cultural Marxism and those who would deny American sovereignty. We're seeking your insight at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards you're listening to the patriot radio news hour i'm eric cedarstrom broadcasting from the cedarstromgroup.com studios cedarstromgroup.com uh, for all your local real estate needs here in arizona call ryan buckley at 480-440-4541 they are Actually, one of the uh, few groups that actually have listings. It is amazing. You know, they built all these apartments and rental apartments, and the uh, large the corporations bought up all the real estate for pennies on the dollar. And there's people are coming in from everywhere as they're leaving the high-tax states heading here, and uh, it's really amazing. So if you need any help with that, go to the cedarstromgroup.com. Find Ryan Buckley on there. He's a great guy. He does a great job. Joe, CNBC poll says the street doesn't care about the coronavirus. They say that the biggest hit's going to be to the GDP of 1.2%. And it's a, apparently that 2% growth is unheard of in this country, but somehow a 1.2% hit to the GDP isn't going to have any effect on the equity markets. What say you about that? Well, I mean... I don't understand it, and it's not for me to understand. Obviously, when you – I'll give you a great example. So I've been watching the idiot box. I want, I want to know. I want to share this uh, with all of my listeners, why it is uh, that, that Wall Street seemingly doesn't care about Boeing. By the way, the first time – I knew it had been a long time. Someone did the research. I didn't do it, and if my, web, if my computer uh, – was was up. I, I would tell you who it was. I would love to give credit to the guy that did it. It's the first time since 1962 that Boeing got zero orders in the month of January. Uh, Boeing alone is what about a half of tenth of a percent, a uh, uh, half of a percent of GDP. Right? They're saying, well, but just Boeing shut down. Uh, it's going to cost us half a percent. Boeing delivered only 13 planes in the month, so zero new orders, only 13 deliveries. Uh, last year, they delivered, I want to say it was 46 planes last year. By comparison, Airbus got orders for over 200 planes uh, in the month of January. 
Uh, and, of course, Boeing, with all the problems that we had, now you throw coronavirus on top of it. And as Eric was saying, now everyone's like, man, you know, GDP is going to be somewhere around 1% now. Uh, and you would think that, that Wall Street would be having trouble. And when I listen to these commentators on why uh, it, you know, today, record high. How? Why? Right? And every one of them, uh, without exception, and I've been watching now for the last, uh, going into last week, probably starting Wednesday of last week through today, and every morning, at least, and this is between Fox and CNBC, every morning, at least once while I'm watching, both sides, both, both channels, will ask this, this expert, this analyst, hey, the rally, what do you think about it? What, why is it? Right? Well, explain it to everybody out there in the first words out of their mouth. And usually they'll say, well, there's three things or there's two things or it's a couple of things. But always the first one, central bank liquidity, central bank liquidity, central bank liquidity, right? It's, hey, the central banks are allowing us to misprice all of this debt because you got to remember that's what Wall Street is. It's a debt market. Allows us to misprice all of this debt. So if they're going to print the money, we're going to rally it. And, you know, this is the same thing. You know, we've seen this over and over and over again. Every time you get loose with money uh, policy, go back to the 87 crash, go back to the dot-com bubble. Remember, anything dot-com, and here was all the money. Uh, Go back to the housing market, right, when they were doing all the liar loans and all that stuff. And, again, loose with with rating risk, you end up with these horrible crashes, and I think that's we're just setting ourselves up for it. And and the central banks are enabling the whole thing, Eric. Well, you know, it's just crazy what we watch and how some things can become events and some things not. But the uh, the uh, MSM, the mainstream media, is still very good at filtering and uh, able to uh, somehow pass on and, and overlook news. I mean, you wouldn't think in today's day and age they'd be able to overlook anything that somebody would grab onto it but it is certainly selective reporting at best so so yeah i mean we'll just have to watch it together america apparently is is we're not that concerned over the coronavirus i mean it's not a big deal but you look at the airplanes now you've flown up what three times to colorado i've flown up twice in the recent history I have yet to get on a Boeing airplane. They are all Airbuses. They're all A320s, which uh, have pretty much are a smaller version of the 737, but I think they got the same amount of seats in them. I mean, they just jam you in. I mean, it's unbelievable. So I I hate flying. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I'm with you. It, it, it's a nightmare, but but these are these are huge problems. And you, I'll use Boeing stock as a great example. So. Uh, you know, we know, right, the orders are way down, the deliveries are way down. Uh, they've got so much inventory of planes that can't fly that they've had to shut down production and all of those things. You would think that stock, right, would be hammered, right? It'd be, you know, go back, just go back a year, year and a half ago. You know, guess what, Boeing stock? Now it is to because of today's move. Boeing stocks about exactly where it was uh, when the 737 Max got grounded the first time. That's it. 
It has had essentially no effect. It's like, well, you know, it, it, you know, up until this morning, Bo, I was I was going to have to say, hey, Boeing stock's actually up. It's actually higher than where it was, even though what was it three weeks ago they had to borrow like twelve billion dollars because they were running out of money, and uh, th- this is what happens when you can't price debt properly. Well, you think about it though, the uh, the Boeing planes. They're, you know, heavily government-subsidized, and their government contracts with the military is kind of what keeps it going. But this is also the, the double-edged sword. That's the reason that, the, that the, the company's in such horrible condition is because it's a government agency. And you can people, they deny it, but it's true. They're it so really heavily is. subsidized. Right. They wouldn't exist without taxpayer money. And once that happens, it's just like health care, just like anything else. I mean, we can't go to war with China. We couldn't get into an air war with China because they got a little button because they put the software in that all our F-18 fighter jets or something would be flying out of the sky. They'd never even have to fire a shot. So I don't know. That's a a little bit right-wing thinking. But uh, I'll tell you, I got an off-the-wall story that's a big story in Arizona. I don't It's probably not. It's a national story. And you're going to think that it has nothing to do with gold, but it does. Customs and Border Protections have now conducted controlled blasting in Arizona's Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument. And this is to construct a border wall at Oregon Pipe National Monument. We're going to talk about this when we get back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, wall-to-wall and treetop tall. Thanks for tuning in. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. You can order. You can reach those fine people at one 800 951 or head out to allamericangold.com. Heading into the break, we're talking about the uh, new border wall, and they're out at uh, Oregon Pipe National Monument. Now, that's, that's a national monument, national park that uh, runs right along the Mexican border in southern Arizona. And you drive through it when you're going down to Rocky Point. Now, I haven't been down there uh, in well over a decade. I don't go down to Mexico anymore. But Joe goes down there, and it's just pretty much turned into L.A. What's it, what's it like uh, when you go through the organ pipe there at Lukeville, heading down um, past Ajo down to Lukeville? Is it still just a, a trash dump, Joe? Yeah, it's a no-go area. It is everybody in Arizona knows uh, you don't go to or- Oregon Pipe uh, during at night. If you want to go during the day and even then, you just don't go there uh, because uh, the illegals and the drug cartels uh, they own they own that part of the desert, that part of the border, if you will, and uh, it is widely widely known. Uh, through the locals here, that that's just a place you don't go. We used so to go the down fact there that could, I hear, you could, yeah, you could go through there, and then you run across these massive garbage dumps where the illegals have come. You know, they carry plastic containers of water as they're crossing the desert, and there's dirty diapers, and I mean, it is disgusting. It's filthy, disgusting, and you know, you don't go camping there. You don't do anything. They tell you there's signs: do not park here at night. So, this is the border war. You know, this is what happens. They didn't. You know, we just let them all in. You know, we had uh, 
Janet Napolitano, who they made director of the Homeland Security when she was governor of Arizona, she let in 10 million illegals. So they just destroyed it. Now we've got 100 million illegals. People want to fight with me on that number, and I bet you I'm still light. I'm still light with that number. But I digress. So Oregon Pipe, they're all, oh, my God, they're building, they're destroying the environment, and they're building a wall. And it's all over here, and all the people. Now they the liberals are smart. They always bring up children. Always save the children. If you're going to save the planet, that's not good enough. You got to save the children. Or now they got a new one. Don't touch the sacred burial grounds. They, they've got these huge protests going on about sacred burial grounds. And, oh, God, the wall's going to ruin it. You know, you got to give it to them. You got to give it to them. They motivated an entire whole segment of the population to not build this border wall in spite of the fact that they're digging, they're doing anything they want. They're just, the illegals are running amok down there, let alone burial grounds. They've absolutely destroyed the environment. A wall would be a godsend for the state of Arizona. But Amen to that. I mean, I, I don't even know how many dumpsters you would need to go and clean up the the park there and it's it's a huge area just it's a lot of ground uh but but eric's absolutely right i mean you think about it it, uh ruining it the wall would actually preserve it oh god whether it's burial grounds or anything like that actually preserve it well one thing that you don't people don't really pay attention to is when you drive there and i noticed this years ago so i thought i'd bring it up today that on the, uh, the, the sign that says Oregon Pipe National Monument, it says a biosphere reserve. And there are United Nations flags flying. Now, you think, well, you're close to the border and whatnot, but no, 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 no. The, uh, the United Nations, it's called UNESCO, which is, you know, the, uh, the biosphere reserve by UNESCO, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and cultural organization and you really don't pay that much attention to it but a lot of us did years ago they want to turn you know they want to turn half of america into a biosphere the environmentalists they call it they call it well an environmental thing to clean up which you got to laugh because that the organ pipe is a you know the it's, it should be a super fund should be a super fun site it's that dirty down there but they don't do anything but this goes back to when Nixon closed the gold window, when he shut the gold window, which is very confusing for a lot of people, but of course they put UNESCO in, in the early 1900s and they started kicking it around right after gold confiscation in 1945. And really when you look at what they stand for, it's a little bit creepy because little by little, they're just adding uh, biosphere uh, parks throughout and all the national parks and putting UN flags over them. But in my opinion, and I never really was able to verify this, and this was something I just came up with one night doing a shortwave when I had uh, I had a couple of conspiratorialists as a guest, uh, Officer Jack McLam, who was connected with the Arizona Police Department. Him and I did, used to do shows together. But uh, but the UN flags really came in when they when they closed the gold window, and and what that means is foreign investors 
that bought U.S. treasuries were able to be paid in U.S. $20 gold pieces. Not American banks and not Americans, but foreign banks. And this is how all the $20 gold pieces got back over and, and left the country. And, you know, they made an entire industry out of bringing them back. But uh, that's a whole other show. But what's interesting is right when that happened is when the U.N. flags under the guise of UNESCO and the, and the uh, biosphere was supposed to be environmentalist, but it isn't. And we believe, and I still believe, that the reason those two events correlate with each other is because trying to get uh, U.S. or trying to get foreign central banks to buy the U.S. debt backed with nothing but paper, they go, no, we don't think so. Well, how about if we back the national parks? And that is where that gets correlated. So it's amazing. We gave away our national parks are, are now owned by foreign investment investors in the U.S. debt. So anyway, I shortened that up because of radio time and commercial time. But we'll be back after these messages. Stay with us. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour continues on this beautiful day here in the valley. A little bit of rain coming out of the sky. We love that when that happens. Talking about the biosphere, and, of course, that's all tied with the World Heritage Sites, which they are able ultimately to just take over, turn into, uh, you know, world tourist centers, shut down industry, shut the environment. It's all done under the environment, but to make a long story short, you look at UNESCO, they're their mission, and, on, and you can look it up on their website, is education, natural sciences, social, human sciences, culture, communications, and uh, global prosperity for our national parks and the rest of the world. So everything is just, you know, little by little. This is, this is what Trump has, has stopped. He stopped all this. He hasn't, you know, con- stopped it completely but it's just the inertia has stopped obama had it rolling i mean little by little the nafta super highway you know where they want to ship everything into the ports at uh, the sea of cortez instead of long beach so they don't have to pay american wages or any union wages they can do it with save labor and then they want to build a super highway that runs right and they're working on it the uh, 101 or whatever 303 or something the uh, the 111 the 111 that's going to run straight up through Vegas, it's going to end up going straight through Nevada, uh, up through Idaho, cut over through Washington, and straight up into Canada. And they're going to get it done. You'll see that happen in the next 15, 20 years. And ultimately, they'll just take California out of the picture and everything will come in through a third world country at slave labor wages for a while. You know, and everything works for a while and people dummy up. So, Joe, what are the markets doing today? Yeah, quick final look here. Uh, the Dow is up 30 points. Uh, the news of Boeing having a little bit of an effect uh, on the gold market. Uh, gold's uh, off the lows here. Gold's down about 6 bucks, uh, 15.65, 15.66. Uh, silver at $17.60. Uh, U.S. $10 liberties. Uh, they're going to be 5 bucks cheaper today. Gold's down a little bit. You save a little bit. $825 on a U.S. $10 Liberty gold piece. Uh, take advantage of the, I guess, the uh, 
the Jay Powell credibility pullback, if you will. The guy's got zero credibility. I trust me on this one. Maybe the most dangerous uh, Fed governor I have seen. You know, you think about uh, Alan Greenspan. You know, Ben Bernanke, Janet Yellen. Uh, they actually believed in what they were doing. Jay Powell seems to be fully controlled uh, by the markets, and and I don't think he has a grasp on really what's happening at all. I wish I had a chance to listen to all of his repo comments, but we had to get on the air because uh, he's testifying right now. But it's obvious, Eric, he really doesn't understand uh, what's happening in the debt markets at all. Not at all. And, I mean, Wall Street hates them. The president hates them. But you're right. You should not be bending monetary policy to the political whims of any president, ever. The whole thing needs to be done cryptic. The whole thing needs to be done where nobody understands what the hell you're saying. And that's what makes the thing work because nobody really knows what's going on. But to bring it out in front and to make comments out in front is ridiculous. You can't have monetary policy through committee. It doesn't work. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And and tomorrow, uh, got a great show coming for you tomorrow, too. We're going to talk about the newest legislation in Arizona and what it means for your guns. I know on 1360 today we'll be covering that as well. The Democrats are taking over. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.